Hello, Monetization Nation. I'm Nathan Gulliam, your host. February 5th of 2021, I started this podcast and I made a commitment that I would publish every single day for a year. And we are just finishing that up. We are just in the final days of publishing every single day for 365 days. And in many ways, it has been uh, much more time-consuming. It took a lot more effort than, than I expected. But in many ways, I have received a lot more out of it than I expected. So I sent an email out to uh, the team members that have been helping me produce this show. And I asked them what uh, are the top lessons that they've learned from publishing every day for a year. And I did the same thing and made my list. And then I aggregated that list together and came up with about 30 different top lessons learned. And it's a little bit too much for one episode. And so I'm going to break this into two episodes. And I'm going to share with you in each of those episodes about half of the top lessons that we've learned from publishing every day for this past year. Over this past year, we have had more than 200,000 video views, and our podcasts have been downloaded more than 100,000 times. And I know there's a lot of podcasts out there who have a lot more traffic than that, but uh, we're pretty happy with this, and we think this is a great start, and we've learned a lot. And this first year is our springboard to help launch us forward. So as we finish this year, we're reflecting and we want to share on these top lessons learned. So the first lesson uh, that we learned was number one, the value of learning from our guests. I have loved, loved, loved learning from successful entrepreneurs and brilliant experts in, in this business marketing niche. How else could I get some of the leading experts to give me an hour of their time one-on-one -on -one for free? I really underestimated the value of this when I started my podcast a year ago. Uh, when I do these one-on-one -on -one interviews, I can ask whatever questions I want from people that are so much smarter than me in their areas of expertise. I feel like I've learned so much. And doing this for a year, it's kind of been like my online show MBA. The second lesson that we've learned from the past year is that doing an online show is the best networking tool on the planet. So think about any niche that you wanna be in and how do we normally reach out to the people we wanna sell or the influencers or the key business leaders in that niche. We, we usually reach out via cold call and we try to sell them. We are a salesperson for our organization or our product. And how many of us like talking to salespeople? In fact, most of us, try to do everything we can to avoid talking to salespeople. So instead of approaching these people as a salesperson, there's a better way. The better way is to have an online show and you invite these key influencers and these key business leaders and these key potential clients as guests on your show. And you would be shocked at the percentage of people that that will accept to be on an industry specific show because it gives exposure for them and what they're trying to do. They get value out of it. So instead of approaching people first, trying to sell something, let's approach them first to trying to give them value, inviting them on our show 
and talking about them and promoting them and focusing on, on what's important to them, build a relationship of trust, get them to know us and like us and trust us. And then there's the law of reciprocity. After we've given to them first, many of them will be much more open to listen to us and, and what we're doing. In many cases, we'll have established strong relationships with those people and be able to much more effectively do business with them as opposed to contacting them through a cold call. The third lesson that we've learned over the past year is to focus on building long-term relationships with the guests. In fact, I believe that those long-term relationships with the guests are one of the greatest assets that I've received from this last year doing the show. And doing a show every day for a year, there's been a lot of those guests. And I'm, I'm just kind of in awe that I've been able to meet those people and build relationships with those people. I, I don't think there's any other way I could have done that. And so I need to take good care of those relationships now that I have them and focus not just on getting a guest on a show, but focus on having a long-term relationship with the guest, provide value to them on a long-term basis so that it can be a long-term win-win relationship for both of us. Uh, one of the great ways to do that is by giving a gift to the guests who participate on your show. After a recording happens, often a podcaster can email the guest and send them a t-shirt or send them a gift basket or, or something to say thank you and to establish that relationship. Don't look at it as one and done. Focus on a long-term investment in that relationship. The fourth lesson that I've learned is that I love to invite authors and show creators as guests on my show. I've learned that authors and show creators have had to think through their message. They've refined their message. And, and when they communicate, they're much more effective at telling stories and adding more value and higher quality value um, on my show. And if you've noticed, many of the guests that we've had recently on the show have been book authors and show hosts. And another key benefit of this is that when I interview an author or a show host on my show, most of them have a substantial reach. And so if I do a good job producing that show, many of them will share the episode that we've created with their audiences. And so they then in turn are promoting my show. So interviewing authors and show creators is a great way to increase the quality of the show and to increase the promotion back to my show and, and increase the links to my show. The fifth point that we've learned this year is that shows build authority and credibility. A lot of new show creators are concerned because they don't feel like they're an industry leading expert in the niche. And that's probably true for almost every show creator when they start. However, if you interview leading guests for a year, if you study and prepare for shows for a year, if you read books and blogs and prepare on topics for a year, by the end of the year, you will likely be one of the industry leading experts in that niche. So people will see that you are focused on this niche. People will see that you are talking to the most credible and authoritative people in the niche. And that credibility and authority will flow through to you. They will see your focus and they will see you as an authority and credible expert in the niche. The sixth lesson that we learned from doing the show for a year is actually a mistake that I made. So I focused on digital monetization as my niche. And I thought that was niching it down enough, but really almost every business needs digital monetization. So in theory, I'm producing a show for all entrepreneurs. 
And that's way too broad. When you have a niche that targets everybody, it's hard for people to feel they belong. It's harder to engage people. You can cover almost any topic, which you may see as a, a good thing at the beginning, but as such, it's just not being magnetic um, for, for the target audience. So I have learned that I need to niche it down. And um, here in a couple episodes, I'm going to talk a little bit more about how we're going to do that for, for the second year of the show. So anyways, in, in summary, I focused on being very broad and shallow, and I think the successful shows go much more niche, much more narrow, but much deeper within that niche. And I highly recommend that. So the seventh lesson that we learned in doing our show every day for a year is the value spiral. And the concept here is that we need to provide value before we try to sell anything. And doing an online show is a great way to provide that value. Um, we are giving away free content and and hopefully we're exceeding value. So uh, value isn't just traded for money. Value is also traded for time. Our ideal customers in, often choose to invest their time by consuming our shows and, and the content we produce. And if our content is low quality, then they didn't get a good return on that time investment and the value spiral uh, goes down, it decreases. But if we give away something and it was a good return on their investment, the value spiral grows up and they trust that as they invest time and money with us, that they're going to get a good return on that investment. So we need to focus on providing value first before we sell through a show and focus on giving our audience value in every episode. The eighth lesson that we learned from publishing a show every day for a year is to promote the show. Um, I know that seems really basic, but sometimes people think, as, as was made famous by the movie Field of Dreams, that if you build it, they will come. But that is not true with almost all online shows. There, that would be the rare exception that took off without promotion. We can't just create the content and the hope that people will read it. We have to promote it. And... There's a lot of different ways we can promote it. We can syndicate our content lots of different places. We can create it and repurpose it in many different formats like video and blogs. The blogs are so important because they allow the content to show up in search engines um, where, where it's harder for a podcast to do that. At least today it is. Video is so important because YouTube has become the, the second most used search engine. And so many people turn to that to learn how to do something. So if we're creating educational content and we get the videos in YouTube, uh, that's a great way to promote the show. Um, the ninth thing that we learn is plays in really well to that eighth point. And that is that one of the best ways to promote a show is by getting on other shows because at least at present, there's not a great search engine for podcasts or it's least, at least there isn't a, a search engine that is used extensively like, like Google is, uh, to search podcasts. And so it's very important that if you want to promote a podcast, that you promote it to people who already consume podcasts. And the best way to do that is to get on other people's shows. Tenth lesson that we learned is that having a show is one of the best ways to get on other shows. So many business owners have contacted me and want to be on my show but they don't have a show of their own. They don't have reach. They don't have following. And there's not a lot of value 
I receive from them being on my show in addition to the content. But if I invite someone who has a show on my show, then as they promote that episode, it, it builds the traffic of my show. And so if you want to get on other shows, the best way to do it is have a show of your own and then identify the people who have shows where you want to promote yourself, where, where you want to do an episode and invite those people on your show. Before you ever reach out to them and ask to be on their show, give them value first, get them onto your show, promote them, promote what they're doing. And then the law of reciprocity um, teaches us that in many cases, those people will then invite you on their show as well, or at least accept when, when you ask to be on their show. The 11th lesson that we learn from doing this podcast every day for a year is to do shorter episodes. At the beginning, our episodes were about a half an hour long, and we've shortened those down a bit to where it's a little over 20 minutes-ish, plus the intros and the outros. Um, but even that, I believe, is a little bit too long. Neil Patel says that the sweet spot for a show is about 10 minutes. We found that our average listen time uh, to our episodes is about seven to nine minutes. That doesn't mean my interviews should only be 10 minutes longer. That may not give me enough time to go into the depth I want to with those guests. I can still do longer interviews, but then I can just break them up into shorter segments, into 10 minute long seg segments. One interview may be two or three or more segments, or I may just take 10 minutes out of an interview and then do something else with the longer interview. Maybe put it inside a membership area. The 12th lesson that we learned from doing a podcast every day for a year is to consider fewer episodes per week. I've published every day for a year and especially for my audience of entrepreneurs and CEOs, I don't think it was necessary to publish every day for a year. I think three days a week or four days a week might've been extremely sufficient and taken a lot less effort. So I encourage you to ask the question, what is the right frequency for your show? Don't just do a daily show because someone says do a daily show. Pick the right frequency for your target audience, pick the right frequency for you and your time and what you have available. The 13th lesson that we learned from publishing every day for a year is to have great lead magnets so that we can own our audience. When we build a show, we're building an audience on other platforms, on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and, and uh, Apple Podcasts. But realize that that's just leased land. As those people change the rules of the game, they could deplatform you. And Russell Brunson talks about uh, we don't have a business until we have a list. And Pedro Adeo takes that a step further where he says, and until we have a list that knows us, likes us, and trusts us, we don't have a business. And, and I agree with that. I think that's so true. The, that email list is kind of the, the land that we own. If we're going to build a skyscraper, build this great business, we need to build it not on lease land, but on land that we own. We need to own our audience and own our own platform. And the first way we need to do that is, is building an email list. And to build an effective email list from a show, we must have really good lead magnets. Lead magnets are something that we give away for free in exchange for contact information of the person and permission to market to them. We've all seen these. They could be case studies or cheat sheets, mini video courses, a book, 
an assessment. There's lots of different ways to do that. And I encourage each new show owner to, to do two or three lead magnets at least and A-B test them and see which one does the best. And then A-B test the, the promotion of that lead magnet. And I encourage you to not launch a show until you have a great lead magnet in place. Because that's the way that you're going to pull people from these other platforms that you're leasing onto your platform that you own. So the 14th lesson that we learned from running a show every day for a year is to have something to sell before you start the show. And many entrepreneurs already have this, but if you're starting a new business and you think that you're going to build your audience first and then you're going to sell something to them, that may not be the wisest thing to do because you lose the opportunity to monetize that list as you're building it. And in my situation, because of some of the other commitments that I have, the, the show took you know the vast, the vast majority of the extra time that I had. And so as I was running the show, I didn't have time to do the product development. And so I encourage you to not make the mistake that I did and to take the time to develop your course or your membership site or your book, whatever it is that you're going to sell, develop that before you launch your show. The 15th lesson that we learned from running this show is to surround yourself with supporters and get help. At the beginning, I tried to do way too much of this by myself. I, I kind of felt that I had to do a lot of it on my own. And I was blessed to be able to get the help of an amazing team. There's no way I could have done it without a very supportive team. And especially my wife. She's been so supportive. Um, I don't know how, how this would have been possible without a, a spouse that would have been supportive of, of this kind of time commitment. I also encourage you to go to an outsourcing website such as Upwork and find great contractors on that site. You might find that they can do it for a fraction of the cost of you. You might find that they can do it a lot faster than you. And because they're an expert in a niche, you might even find that they can do it a lot better than you can. So maybe find a video editor, maybe find someone who can help you with the writing, maybe find someone who can help you post the content. Those are the kinds of things that I did that uh, were immensely helpful for me to be able to get through the year of publishing every day with, with all my other commitments. So those are my 15 takeaways for you today. Learn from the guests, a lot of value in that. Uh, doing an online show is the best networking tool. Focus on building long-term relationships with the guests. Authors and show creators may give you the highest quality and uh, reciprocal promotion of any of the guests you could invite on your show. Uh, shows help build your authority and credibility. Be sure to niche it down. Pay attention to the value spiral and focus on providing value to your audience in every episode. Promote your show. Get on other shows. A show is the best way to get on other shows. Consider shorter episodes. Consider the right frequency of episodes for your show. Maybe less than every day is, is best for you. Uh, try to get great lead magnets before you launch your show. Make sure you have something to sell before you launch your show and surround yourself with supporters and get the help you need so that you can have the success that you're looking for on your show. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I hope you got value out of it. And on the next episode, I'm going to publish the last 15 lessons that we learned from publishing every day for a year. 
do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.